windows. Lock your doors. Keep your loved ones near. Time is running out. It's here for fear. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Ear for Fear. Uh, I'm Rick, and this is the podcast that talks about scary movies or movies trying to be scary. Uh, today, we got one of our regular guests, uh, uh, Sleepy D. Yep. Sleepy D in the place to be. How's it going? Uh, Darren Lindsay. Uh, joined by um, a special guest, uh, Darren's daughter and my goddaughter, Shaylee Lindsay. Sup? Hey, uh, thanks for uh, f- thanks for joining us today. Uh, we are going to be talking about a 1973's uh, Exorcist. Uh, before we dive into this thing, uh, let's do a real, real super quick synopsis. Uh, a 12 year old girl is possessed by a mysterious entity. After numerous failed attempts by doctors to help her daughter. Her mother seeks the help of two priests to save her. That's much too vulgar display of power, Karis. All right, so 1973's The Exorcist. Oh, Exorcist. My, my, I've said this several times. I'm going to say it again. This is my, my all-time favorite horror movie. I know if you asked probably the director and the writer and some of the actors, they'd go, well, this isn't a horror movie. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's definitely a horror movie. Right? Mean, you know, um, uh, but before we start again, you know, thanks for, uh, having us on. Thanks yep. for having my, uh, my daughter. Um, yes. you know, it's really awesome. You know, every parent us w- secretly wants to have at least one of their kids sort of have some common interests. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is the, I have two kids. This is the kid that uh, most closely follows, yep. uh, the stuff Definitely. that I'm into. She, she is a fan of horror, which is, which is a good thing. We, uh, um, to the listeners, if they listen to our previous episode on Phantasm, um, we mentioned Shaylee, and we thought this was an ideal episode to bring her in because we want a different perspective on this younger generation. Well, if you remember, no. <laughs> uh, um, I, I launched into a, a little oh, bit I of do. a story ab- about mm-hmm. when I introduced her yeah. to uh, to it and how she found it to be hysterical yeah she should be ashamed of herself right now um 
if I could put you on restriction, I would. I don't think it'll fly with your mom and dad, but uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're gonna jump into that. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, it just uh, this is a to me. I mean, I love this movie. It kind of I'm not gonna say it holds like a special place in my heart, but I just I don't I don't ever get tired of this thing, and it's such a from from start to finish, it's just a brilliant movie. Um, even if you want to say it's not a horror movie, which I I think it is. I mean, because what what is a horror movie? It's something horrific, right? Yeah. What happened to Regan throughout this? Yeah. You know, throughout this movie is horrific. So one uh, thing that I think that we might want to mention, obviously, beside the spoiler uh, aspect of <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. it is impossible to talk about the exorcist without uh, diving into some religious context. So True. if, uh, if listeners are sensitive to uh, a religious conversation, yeah, yeah, Maybe, you know, it's it's true. Uh, you it, just can't talk about it without. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And the, I'll be honest with you, two things I know very little about politics and religion. I, I just I don't know a lot about it. But well, this, a, this is this is seeped in in, in yeah. religious. I mean, it's everywhere. Well, being yeah. a recovering Catholic, yeah, uh, yes. yeah I spent <laughs> nine years of my life from elementary school to freshman still year. hard to believe. Yeah, I was like an I, altar boy, too. Oh my God. Are you serious? Oh, I, I had to be. I mean, I didn't know any better. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's crazy. I've yeah. known you nearly 30 years and I just don't see you as that. Cause it never was me. Like yeah. even growing up, that was something that was thrust upon me. Yeah. I was, um, I, I, I had, my parents never try to force religion on me. Um, I do remember, uh, I do remember a situation where my father took me, this was when I was young to a baptism and that freaked me out yeah the idea of people being like dunked in water and all these we uh, dude it's just odd to me i yeah. again i'm not putting anything down uh, whatever people believe oh, to yeah. me it's just it was i didn't feel it, right it, it just, was uncomfortable it doesn't resonate with you it doesn't no. resonate with you and, yeah. and you know and so my wife and i uh, we made it a point to uh introduce a lot of different you know uh modalities if you will um to uh, our kids and so you'll hear shaylee you can chime in on this one um you know she's got a lot of interesting takes on you know how she perceives religion and that was important to us to to keep that an open-ended book sure yeah you know yeah we want them to find their own path i'm not interested in forcing something down their throat that doesn't fit with them I've always been that way with the kids with the kids whenever, you know, if they wanted to ever do that, they could, yep. they just didn't really show much of an interest. Mm -hmm. Andrea shows more of an interest for it. And I told her she, she can definitely go. I'm gonna, I'm not going with you, Yeah, but you can definitely go, yep. you know, um, I want her to figure out stuff on her own, you yeah. know? And, and, uh, so, um, so before we, uh, dive into this mm -hmm. and really kind of dissect this exorcist, um, we usually, on the podcast here when we have a new guest darren you're you're a veteran now uh and morris has been on several times shayla you're new so we we just ask five questions and you know um they're usually i try to cater them towards um you know who you are um this one was a little difficult because because you're younger yeah and 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 you've been you've been uh watching horror movies television shows for how long now uh maybe four years okay yeah. so so she's still new to it but it doesn't doesn't take away from you know 
Um, I think her knowledge of it, um, you know, because I, I know several times I've been over your house and we have just kind of, like I said, we geek out on on mm-hmm. horror movies and stuff and we talk about it. So, mm-hmm. right. so before we jump into exorcism, I'm just going to ask you questions, answer them honestly, and, and, and you know, uh, if, you, if, if it doesn't make sense, just let me know and I'll rephrase it. Uh, first question is this, uh, what was the first horror movie you remember seeing? Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. You introduced her to I that. I certainly one. did introduce yes. her. That's, to a, that. that's a gnarly one to like. Yes, it is. It's not like let me let me gradually introduce horror to you. Let me give you this and one. Shaylee, <laughs> what was the scene that absolutely freaked you out? So it was the scene where she was getting dragged up oh, the wall. Mm-hmm. Oh God, um, yeah, that one. The a first weird. time I watched it. I stopped there because I could not take it. <laughs> and then I don't, I don't know how long afterwards, but mm-hmm. I eventually came back and was like, Hey, we should, we should finish this. It was at least six months. Yeah. It, 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 did it, did it mess you up? Um, looking back, no, but probably since I was younger, I was like, Whoa. Uh, no, she wasn't ready for she that. She has one this yet. weird eye twitch now. Oh, yes, <laughs> she sees like uh, she has these nightmares of I don't know, man. You'd long arms in an alleyway, and yeah. you know you just scarred her for life. Yeah, uh, totally. That is a that is one that's uh, I could not tell you the first intro- movie I would have introduced to any of the kids horror wise. I, I I just don't know. I, I probably did something similar and probably started off with a hardcore one. Yeah. Cause Elm street is, I mean, it's a definitely a classic and it's there's, I mean, the, the scene she's talking about the Johnny Depp scene hardcore. in the bedroom with oh the, bomb. God, yeah. I mean, there's some stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, I used to really dislike anything scary. Like I did not, my dad used to watch the walking dead and I was terrified of that i never wanted to even see and i don't know what b- came upon me but i was just like hey let's watch a horror movie mm-hmm. and so when we came back to it the second time that was just like i was hooked like that that was going to be my follow-up question were you immediately hooked or did it take a little time for you to kind of you know i was hooked i mean then i started watching all these you know different movies ranging from slashers mm-hmm. to just like you know psychological to like ghost films all mm-hmm. that it, i love it yeah yeah mm-hmm. um yeah see that's that's good though because you know some people i think they just over time they kind of just gradually <laughs> yeah and it could be just an age thing some well, some people aren't into it when they're younger and then all of a sudden oh who knows something happened at 20 or 30 and they're like oh yeah i'm loving it yeah see um i have a theory um she's you know she's very much we have a personality overlap there's some differences, but you know, we're close enough in birthdays. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That, that, oh yeah. You know, we have a, a personality overlap <laughs> oh, oh, a bit. Yeah. And what I think, um, cause it's what happens with me. Um, if there's a thing I'm uncomfortable with, I push forward into it. I will okay. force myself okay. to push forward into it. Um, because I don't want to come out of the end of it uh, feeling paralyzed mm. because I can't do that thing or it's scary to me. You yeah. know, like I'm going to push into it and perhaps maybe there's a little bit of that. Um, Could be. I don't know, Shaylee, you have to. I don't really think I think about that. Yeah, like don't. consciously. I probably overanalyze it. I don't know. You overanalyze yeah, stuff? Whatever. No way. <laughs> no way. I'm going to jump across this table. Uh, I know. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, let's, uh, second question. Uh, worst horror movie you ever watched either by yourself 
Or your dad made you watch it. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean by worst? Worst. Like one you maybe started and you just had to turn it off because it was complete crap. Or you watched it and afterwards you went, God, why did I waste an hour and a half of my life with this thing? Oh. (laughs) Anything um, you can think of offhand? I I don't know offhand. I'd really have to think about that because a lot of the horror movies, if not all of them that I've watched, I've ended up really liking. You've liked? See, that's a good thing. Yeah. She hasn't watched enough because there's no, plenty, I have not. There is plenty of crappy ones out there. Let yeah, me tell you. You think uh, dead alive? Whatever. That was good <laughs> but I mean, there were ones that I had to shut off because they were just too much like, okay, to well, handle. Good. So I'm glad you brought that up because uh, this is that's one of my questions. Was there a, a movie that you started watching but turned it off because it was just too scary for you? Yes. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The original. I know. I think it was the remake. Oh, okay. I don't uh, remember which one it was. Uh, yeah, they've done it a million times. Yeah. Um, is that, was that the one? I'm trying to think who's in that. And I can't remember what year it came out. Somewhere in the 2000s. Yeah. But you never introduced her to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, to me, that's not a... I don't a, think I did. Not a, and I know I'm probably going to upset a lot of horror fans if they're listening. I, not a fan of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I, I respect it's a classic and, and its place in the horror genre. I don't like it. To be honest with you, when she told me that she watched Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. Massacre, in my head, she watched the original. Yeah. I didn't, it, I okay. never even clued in that she actually watched the remake. So it, it never occurred to me to, yeah, yeah. to put it See, on and never. I watched the remake because I didn't, you know, I don't have Apple TV and I oh, yeah. can't just like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. rent movies. You're limited on what you yeah. can watch. Yes. So they put one of the remakes on Netflix and I was like, I want to watch a scary movie. So I went to Netflix okay. and I was like, why not watch mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre? And I couldn't sit through all of it in one sitting. I ended up going back to it and finishing it. Okay. But that just, I not a fan. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I agree with you. I'm just uh, that it that's that particular franchise n- has never done anything for me. Even the original. Even the original. Really? I don't know. I'm, that's what I'm. That was referring to earlier. I'm not oh. a. I'm not a fan. It's. Um, I met I met the guy who played uh, Leatherface, Gunnar Hansen. Uh, met him. Oh gosh, I think it was somewhere in the '90s. Very nice gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, had an opportunity to get an autograph, and I just passed. <laughs> I I mean it was I wasn't trying to be rude I just like, I just I am not going to permeate my yeah. wall of autographs with this yeah I just I'm just not a fan I know I know there are a ton of fans out there that love Texas Chainsaw Massacre I'm just not one of them I I don't own it I've seen it I've seen the remake I think they've done uh, a couple other remakes they've done sequels I've seen all of them just again not a fan of it just don't I could I could just take it or leave it I yeah. just it has a the original has a and I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast it has a very snuff kind yeah. of feel oh, to yeah. it it doesn't yeah. it yeah it, it's mm-hmm. like a snuff film or something and I don't enjoy that um, I don't either per se I mean that that one's it has that vibe it's not quite I mean, like I can watch, I can sit through it like other, those kinds of snuff films, they, they gross me out there. They, you know, especially when they're super steeped in that vibe. Yeah. It's gross to yeah. me. That protection is on the original. It skirts it for me. I can sit through it. It's it just was, not my go-to. I can. It's I not can. something. For about. me, the reason I stopped watching it is like, obviously the vibe that it was giving me. Um, but it was also. 
it's not like I've seen a lot of gory stuff. And yeah. I, for some reason, this one just pushed me over the edge. I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. Ended up stop, stop watching it um, when it was in the remake. So she had run underneath like some table thing that the guy was strapped to because, uh-huh. you know, yeah. he started coming down the stairs. Yep. yep. And he literally took this chainsaw and just went yep. straight mm-hmm. through his stomach. And that's when I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I just, um, as I've gotten um, older, I think I just am not so much into the Your tolerance for that yeah, kind of gratuitous. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Like, I think I mentioned Hostel and, you know, Saw is fine, uh, the original Saw, and then they just kind of got a little, ugh. Yeah. But I, I think this, I think killing people or torturing people and all, just just for the, I don't know, for the sure enjoyment out of it i don't know it, it takes something away from you know from, from yeah. me at least um you know there are certain genres uh subgenres that i just gravitate more towards yeah. and i like those and i find more enjoyment it doesn't mean i don't like these other movies i love slashers don't get me wrong yeah. Yeah. um i think the difference though between a slasher and let's just call it a let's just say a halloween or a friday the 13th it's far has a far different feel than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, oh, yeah, for definitely. sure. You know? Um, so, um, so yeah, you know. Yeah. But that's interesting. I, you know, I didn't even think you had seen that before. You know. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, okay, so let's see here. Uh, what else we got there? Is there a okay? Perfect. Is there a, a specific subgenre that you like more than another? Uh, an example would be zombies. You know, vampires, stuff like that. You know, any. I know you're a. I don't know if you still are, um, but I know you're a fan of The Walking Dead. I, I you know, uh, do you like, you know, do you, do you like, oh man, I, I got to see me a zombie movie or I got to see me a this or a that, you know? It's weird. With the zombie movies, for some reason, Walking Dead is the only one that really, you know, I, I just loved, loved watching it. I stopped watching it, but I'm actually rewatching it right now. Oh, okay. Um, I think... The, the most like of like the movies that I would gravitate more towards are the paranormal ones. Okay. Yeah. Cause Ghost. they make me think more than just mm-hmm. like a guy killing people. Yep. <laughs> that is my daughter. Yep. It right is. There. It is yep. for sure. I like the, you know, leaving a movie after you watch it and thinking like, you know, having to really mm-hmm. think about it and having to like, you know, take your time to process, process everything. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, I gravitate more towards those, you know, more paranormal mm-hmm. ones because I like them. They yeah. they just, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know explain it. Yeah. yeah. No, you explained it well. Uh, which is, yeah, and you did. And it, which is perfect because of the exorcist. I mean, because there's would, a psychology to there, those. There is. And, um, so not, yeah. You know, I mean, a slasher is great, but the slasher slasher, it's it's a it's a murderous bastard running around slashing up people there's yeah. not a whole lot to no, think about in there. Yeah. there there really isn't and i think it depends on the mood you're in you know what am i feeling today hey you know what i'm feeling i, I don't want to think a lot let me pop it a slasher because yeah. it's, it's, it's the truth it's not like i don't you know? like slashers yeah. like if yeah. i see if i'm just like on you know the couch going through tv just if i see like friday the 13th or something I, like that i will watch it i do the you know? same thing and they play them all the time and it's these days it always seems to be part three, four and five. And, yeah. and I've seen them a million times and, and I just usually just put them on and then I'm on my phone and I'm uh, looking at stuff. Could and, be worse. Could be like Jason X. 
Yeah, you know, Jason X isn't that bad. I know people crap on that one. I would say Jason Goes to Hell is one of the worst movies I've ever, I've ever, <laughs> ever what? seen. And I saw that in the theater. You liked it when he took Manhattan? Manhattan, I can tolerate <laughs> because it has a, it has, has a more of a cheesy feel to it. Yeah. Jason Goes to Hell was complete garbage. What they did is they, they took like 800 different horror movies and let's do this and let's do that. And, and none of it made any sense. And it was, it was complete trash. Yeah. Jason yeah. X, I can. Jason X, I can deal with, man. Jason in space, I'm cool with that. You yeah, know? they had that really cool uh, uh, the simulation kill, scene. The, oh, the kill uh, uh. when he uh, dunked her face and oh yeah, like a, some the, sort of uh, I, I don't like, know what the hell that was, was like but liquid if, nitrogen. If, yes, for yeah, <laughs> dude. The, you know, my favorite scene is uh, when the, there's a simulation of oh, yeah. what it would look like at like say Camp Crystal yes, Lake and, yeah. and it had two girls and, and they were jumping around and giggling and it was just a simulation just so they could get, Oh dude, I, yeah. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Man. I loved it. The movie's cool. I mean, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, it just depends on what I'm in the mood for, um, yeah. you know? And so like if again, like if I'm just going through TV and you know, I'll see like one of the slasher films, I'll watch it. But if my dad like sits me down and is like, Hey, you want to watch a horror movie? And he lets me like choose something. I'll oh. usually go for more of ones that will make me think. Okay. But if he wanted to introduce me to a slasher, I'd be yeah. down to watch it. Yeah. Like yeah. if he wanted That's to sit cool. down and watch a slasher, I'd watch yeah. it. Like we watched uh, all of the Conjuring stuff and mm -hmm. couldn't get enough of that. I mean, yeah. We were all over that. Yeah, those are, those One, I, it was kind of a slasher, but like not really. I don't know what category I'd put it mm -hmm. in. Was the Sinister. I like mm -hmm. the first one. Yeah. A Second lot. one is yes, the first one is really good. And I would say it's kind of similar to all the lines of Insidious and Conjuring. Um, that's a great movie with yeah. Ethan Hawk. Yeah. The second one, not so much. Yeah. It kind of seemed to lose. Yeah, its, the second one was yeah. just Yeah. That's a good movie. I like that movie a lot. Mm -hmm. you yeah. Know? Um, yeah, there's a lot of those types of movies these days. Some of them are are done well, some not so much. Yeah. You know. I you know, I I could say, you know, a lot of a lot of the movies in in that like say conjuring universe you know the in, i'm not gonna say necessarily insidious but the annabelles and, mm -hmm. and the nun and yeah. stuff like that you know and i think there's they're, they're supposedly going to be doing a few other movies but of course with this pandemic they you know halted everything yeah i think yeah. conjuring 3 is supposed to come out next year can't wait for that yeah um so conjuring 2 i wasn't as i didn't like it as much as the first one the first one just scared me more the second one was whatever it was cool i liked it but yeah. not not as scary yeah um so but a last question, and then we can jump into uh, The Exorcist. Um, personally, uh, music for me sets the tone in a horror movie. Is there s some sort of element for you that you uh, you see or hear that that you may say to yourself, "Yeah, this is this is going to be a good movie." You know, anything that jumps out at you. I would say the music. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite horror movies, um, if not my my actual favorite one, The Shining. Oh, that yeah. one, when I was first introduced to that one, it was near the start. Oh, and yeah. Boom, yeah. Yeah, boom, that boom, music, boom, it was just boom, like, boom, it gave boom. me anxiety. I was like stressed it about does. like everything. So I was telling yeah. my dad on the couch, I was like, this music is stressing me out. She did. It's, it, it, it makes you unsettled. Yeah. It's like, holy crap, it already just started. Well, and it's like, a, that, it's that aerial uh -huh. cam yeah. where they're like, 
Yeah, why yeah. as they're going up the mountain. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So that one is my all-time favorite horror movie. Yeah. I love that horror movie. That's a good so one much. to be a favorite, man. Mm-hmm. I can't argue that. Yeah. You know, I, I can't. That's I did, a classic. I did my job correctly. Yeah, that's a classic, man. Yeah. That's such a good movie. That's the one we have to do down the road. I'm gonna need to get a poster for my room. We, I had one before, but it came which, all bent. Which, which poster was it? The one of Jack was, coming through the door? Yeah, yeah. And it was said, "Here's Johnny down Here's at the Johnny. bottom." Yeah. Uh, I got that one. <laughs> And we got it. We were hanging up in my room, and it was just all folded and you know oh, bent. Yeah. yeah, who folds a poster and um, then sends I, oh, it to you? I I recently had that done uh, earlier this year when I was waiting for my. I'm not going to give them the the name uh, because then I feel like I'm. I'm trashing so, on them. No, no, I I'll trash on them, but I'm not going to give their name because oh, I don't. You feel uh, like it's advertising? Yeah, for I don't them. want it. It, it was a, a particular horror documentary. Uh, I'm sure uh, it's fairly recent, so people might be able to fill in the blanks. But they half-assed everything. They sent me a shirt. I I ordered an extra large. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little chubby around the stomach. Uh, um, you know, <laughs> it's all my, them burritos, my 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 though. Yeah, it's all those super burritos <laughs> that Um, it fit like a medium. Um, the poster they sent me was literally like you're talking about. It was folded mm-hmm. up. Who the hell does that? I know. I actually blasted them. I emailed them back and I said, you need to send me a new poster. And they mm-hmm. did. And it's sitting up there in the, in the theater room. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like, well, who does that crap? I you know, know? Yeah. um, but I I'm not going to, yeah. What happened when we got the poster is the delivery dude wasn't really being careful with it because when we actually got it, like the tube, the cardboard tube was bent. <sighs> It oh. was yeah. To in their defense, it oh. was in a tube. It was in a tube. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah oh, you okay. refresh my memory. Yeah. So we ended up just the tube was flattened. We we got a, a Nightmare on Elm Street one, oh, and I still okay. have that one. Oh, but cool. I I want yeah. a Shining poster. She because gotta get her a Shining one. Yeah. I really like Although that, that movie. Nightmare on Elm Street poster is pretty. It's which, pretty which, sick. Which one is it? Is it the original um, poster or is it different? Shows it's like blue cast and it shows the house. Okay. Or a house. I think it's the house. <laughs> is it the house? Yeah. And uh, his hand is with the glove oh, is coming over. I've seen it. this poster. Yes. And there's, uh, I forget her name. Um, oh, is it Nancy? Nancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like right down at the bottom, yeah. it like has like Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. and it's all yellow and it's really cool. I like that poster. Oh, I have one upstairs. I don't, I don't know if you saw it when you were checking up, but it's, it's hanging really high up. And I and I found it online by this artist, and I I can't remember his name, but mm-hmm. oh my god, I fell in love with it as as soon as I saw it, and I had to have it, and it's it's really cool because it has like his arms going all these different directions, and mm-hmm. it's just oh man, I I am a huge fan of of any des, you know these designers that they grab a movie and they do an alternate version of it, and oh, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's simple, if it's I don't care, it's just anything, man. Yeah. I'm a sucker for that stuff. I love it, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna you know? definitely need to get more of the horror movie posters. A lot of my posters are, um, music like there's bands. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, too. Yeah, but I don't have a lot of uh, you real know. estate. <laughs> You don't have a lot of real estate for the posters. Yeah. What about yeah, your ceiling? And I also don't have a lot. What about of... the ceiling? Is that okay, Dad? Uh, I mean, I would deal with it. It's not my favorite <laughs> idea. It kind of reminds, takes me back to my seventies, uh, upbringing. Okay. Well, but yeah, that? I don't have a lot of horror movie posters. I have Hellraiser. Oh yeah. That's uh, right. Nightmare on Elm Street and Sleepaway Camp. Uh, oh yes. Because uh, we got to tell people we went to, um, the, um, uh, uh Sinister Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, not this year because they all got canceled, unfortunately. Yeah. But it was last, years last year. It was yeah. two, no, 2019, I think. And I think okay. it was around, I think it was the June or July one. Yeah. Um, and you got to meet Felissa Rose yeah. from Sleepaway Camp. And she's she is fan. so nice. She is, she is so, so nice. nice. I follow her on Instagram. She is she is awesome. Yeah. She is great. And then you met uh, the, uh, oh God, I forget her name. from Hell- Lawrence? Yeah, from Hellraiser. Oh, yeah, she was, she was also she's really also nice. very nice. Yeah, she I did meet her. Time. I, I think when you guys met her, I was... Somewhere else. Yeah, I think you were in line. <laughs> was for... I in line? I was probably in line to meet she, somebody. I remember she asked us, um, like, you know, so, you know, what do you think of the effects on Hellraiser? You know, does it hold up in your opinion? And I now have the heart to tell you, I don't yeah. really think they do hold up. I think that the the effects are very glaringly bad now. At yes. the time, they were decent. Yeah, they, they were. I I actually saw Hellraiser yeah. in the theater. I, I liked it. I don't. Li- you know, it's funny. The movie itself to me doesn't hold up. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 it's I, very. Um... It, it has. It, it and I think it's. And, and again, I'm probably wrong, but I think it was shot somewhere in Europe. So it has like this very dreary, like feel to it, like almost an overcast feel, and it feels almost cheap. But to this me. weird er- erogenous. It, you know, and oh, there's a lot of that. Yeah, oh, it, there's there a lot of stuff that is yeah. a little dated and a mm-hmm. little. It is. It is. Yeah. I not a huge. Like I said, I, I, I liked it when it came out. I owned it at one point. I think I got rid of it. Um, to me, they just that I don't know. It just doesn't hold up. I love the Cenobites. The creatures themselves are awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I love them. Yeah. I, I was uh, lucky enough to meet Clyde Barker, who actually uh, wrote, you know, all of that, and mm-hmm. met him. God, in the late 80s at Tower Records. Remember, remember oh, Tower yeah. Records, Darren? Yeah, I do. I miss Tower Records. God. I miss record stores in general. Shaylee, you would have loved Tower Records. I, Yeah, probably. Yeah, she would have. I, we, I don't It's just a bummer. Like, it really are is. any stores, any record stores open anymore? It used to be the thing you go to. All the dimples and are closed. And it was so awesome and, to go there. Right? Oh, it's it's awesome, yeah. dude. I mean, just, yeah. If you, if the you last a, record store I went to was in San Francisco, so. Oh, did you go to like a vinyl store? Yeah. See, those are cool. Yeah, she's into vinyl. Yeah. I love vinyl. Yeah. See, so she's, yeah, she's picked up. She's definitely, she's definitely your daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and she loves the best band in the world, Pink Floyd. Oh, you mean the Doors? I love oh, Pink Floyd. Right. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I am a huge Doors fan, but yes, I, Pink Floyd is pretty cool. Um, that's pretty cool that she's got into it, though. She knows way more about Pink Floyd than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, that was the five questions. That wasn't so bad. No, definitely wasn't, not. That wasn't that hard, huh? Sweated you know? it too much. Yeah, you did. <laughs> we we told her ahead of time there was going to be questions, but we didn't tell her what, and so she, she started freaking what? out. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, all right, man. Exorcist. Yeah. Let's let's jump into this movie. Uh, you know, uh, Darren, I know you enjoy this movie absolutely well you know when we did the phantasm episode i had mm-hmm. told you my story about when my mom you went did. to go and see it and and uh mm-hmm. you know that whole story about the saint christopher medal uh, you know uh blessing it you know the priest blessing oh, yeah. it and she tried to put it on me and i flipped the hell out <laughs> well so i was just talking to my mom the other day uh-huh. and i brought up that we were going to be uh doing this mm-hmm. podcast with you yeah and uh she told me an extra thing oh no. about that story oh okay and sure it, it cracked me up dude oh it's gonna be good so apparently afterwards because you know my dad refused she wanted to leave i mean dude the first moment things went sideways she wanted she was out she wanted yeah. to go my dad was all hell no 
We got popcorn. I got uh, a twelve dollar soda. <laughs> oh, I know. I don't think it was twelve bucks. No, then. I know. I'm exaggerating, but you know what? I but mean. it was the equivalent of equivalent of twelve 15, bucks back in nineteen seventy three. So I think that's when they saw it in yeah. the theaters. Um, and he he's like, and I paid all the. You no, know, we are sitting here, and you are watching that. And uh, <laughs> so they got home, and she went to go take a bath. <laughs> and so oh, she's no. like in the bathtub, and he. All of a sudden, shuts the light off and slams the door and starts making a, a bunch of like noises. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> this is Bob. Bob. <laughs> Bob, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> it's amazing. Oh my god! Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, seriously, dude. She like literally like she probably crapped the. She the did. Like, <laughs> she did. She had a little floater in the back. Yeah, was all that tootsie roll. What's going on? Oh right? my god, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah, it just cracked me up. <clears throat> that is awesome. Yeah. Well, two, I, I know when Exorcist was released, they didn't release it to a lot of theaters because they mm-hmm. didn't think they had a it on their hands. Right. All the studio execs were like, oh, God, I but think it, we just shelved this thing. Yeah. And so then it just, it kind of, it took a little bit of it blew up and they kept adding screens. And Whoa. so I'm just curious if, you know, your dad, they could have waited in line for hours and he's like, no, you're watching this damn movie. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, even the, uh, even the damn director, you know, I mean, he was coming from oh, making like, comedies, you know, and he, I, yeah. I think even he yeah. didn't uh, really think that there was going to be yeah. anything. William to Friedkin. This. I think mm-hmm. he also did documentaries, didn't he? I, I thought I so. had heard that. He was that. primarily a, a comedic. Uh, he, he did comedies. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. Shaley, if you want to chime in on. <laughs> oh, no. Way. I could see. I could see him making. I I laughed. Some of the parts during The Exorcist, I was like, ha ha. I'm going to beat her right now. I I got something I can throw at her. Rick, she absolutely laughed. What did you you laugh at? So tell me. More of it was when she was like, you know, cursing her mom out, stabbing Mm -hmm. her crotch. Oh, Uh, yes. uh Her weird, like, flipping up and down, back and forth on the bed. Really? You found that funny? I thought that was funny. Oh, man. So let me ask you this, okay, because, I mean, this is the million-dollar question. Why do you think that is, Shaylee? Because, because your dad and I are very close in age, and this movie scares us. Um, why do you think it doesn't scare you? Do you just think it's because it's, it's you have so much access to, to stuff via the phone and Internet, and you can watch whatever you want, whenever you want? You know, we didn't grow up with that. I mean, you know, we, we saw a movie, and that was about it, um, unless we witnessed something horrific. But... <laughs> Why do you think that is? Um, yeah, for its time, I definitely think that that was a very scary movie um, for its time. But, you know, younger generations, we again, we have a lot more access to, you know, more movies, you know, more movies are coming out. Technology is advancing. So I feel like a lot of it's just we've seen other things that we would classify as more scary. Mm. Um, like, what would you? Huh. It's interesting to me because, I mean, I like this doesn't surprise me. It surprises me that you laughed at it. It doesn't surprise me that maybe she didn't find it all scary or scary at all. And I think it's because she can jump on her phone right now as we're talking and and watch a video of who knows what, you know. My opinion on this is that um, the movie is a product of its time. And so what I mean by that is in the 70s. Um, you know, religion and going to church and all of that, you know, was, it was something that 
more, I, I'm not saying that people don't do it now, but, but there was more to it. I think that uh -huh. the idea of religion was, um, had more of a prominent place in people's lives mm -hmm. then than yeah. maybe they, maybe now. Oh no, I don't think there's a maybe. Okay. I think that's absolutely right. Yeah. And certainly in Catholicism. Yeah. You know, and so I think, you know, what you have and why, you know, you and I generations, you know, that we grew up in really scares us is because it touches on a subject matter that we were always raised to believe that, you know, God's going to protect and that we're, you know, we're under God's protection. You know, mm -hmm. there's, there is no way that something's going to happen, you know, cause I, well, I believe in God. So there, you know, yeah, yeah. um, and so the idea of an any town girl, 12 year old girl, you know, who has no rifle business getting possessed can get yeah. possessed. Then we're all vulnerable. And I think True. that this is just something lost today. Yeah. I just don't think yeah. kids in Shaley's generation, it doesn't have the same impact it did because religion maybe doesn't necessarily have the same impact it mm -hmm. did back in the yeah. 70s. But I think could, couldn't we all agree, you know, when, when Reagan, you know, when Reagan is basically possessed by this, this demon, it, we could argue that it was her lack of faith, right? Um, and, and, that's very that's very strong and it's a very strong belief in religion is is your faith that's yeah. really what it boils down to right for sure and and her lack of faith and i think it boiled down to her lack of relationship with her father i think that's i think if you really you know rewatching this again mm -hmm. you know it, it 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 all look the ouija board i'm sure you know had a part in this. Yeah. Was it Jaylee, Captain Howdy? Yeah. Captain Howdy. <laughs> yeah. You know the Ouija board look you probably don't want to be messing with the Ouija board but but that I think her 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 lack of her lack of faith. I mean, you know the, the the you know her father not even reaching out to her on her birthday and him being in Europe and you know that's that's a tough thing, especially during a recent uh, separation of her and her mother. And yeah. she definitely has this tight relationship with her mother, Chris. I think it's her uh, character's name, played yeah. by uh, Ellen Burstyn. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I you know you notice that once you know the birthday comes and goes and it's you know she's she feels. I don't know what, well, I'm not exactly sure what she's feeling, but it's, it's not a, a joy. It's yeah. not a feeling of joy. Right. And then, and then you tack the Ouija board on, you know, on top of it, you know, it's this, it's this, you know, once you lose your faith, it's like, you know, you're vulnerable to, you yeah. know. Yeah. Well, and I think there might be something to that um, because uh, they make it very clear. Um, it's a, it's a big component of this movie uh, that uh, Father Karras yes. is, is, Losing crisis of faith. Oh yes, yeah. he is. You know, he he is. You know, what's interesting about his character is, uh, you know, he uh, went to school and got a degree in oh, yeah. psychology. Yeah, you yeah. know, in their psychiatry. Uh, um, same difference. Yeah, and uh, um, you know, he's he's lost his faith. You know, and it's interesting throughout the movie that you see him trying desperately, even though he's a father. Yeah. Trying desperately to um, <clears throat> assign a scientific explanation behind things, mm -hmm. you know, when some things just aren't going to. Yes. Aren't going to be resolved using science. Ex yeah, exactly. You know, and it's the science yeah. for faith, good, evil. Yeah. Pull and tug, you know, that yeah. occurs on this film. So, yeah, I think maybe yeah. Reagan 
it's having a little bit of a i i think so i think <clears throat> i think it was almost you know you know look we know how the movie you know plays out but it's almost almost like a destiny that they were to meet you know um yeah. you know the lack of faith you know this uh, uh, you know father Karras, uh you know uh i mean he went to harvard and went to john hopkins and yeah. and and you know and and has um i mean you know he's he's a very brilliant uh, man and here he is he's some sort of uh what, what do they call him? Like a psychiatrist for these, uh, you know, spiritual psychiatrist or something for, yeah. for all these, you know, and, and, and poor, I mean, let, let's oh, just yeah. call, let's call what it is. Well, he's poor. His, he, yeah. you know, his mother lives in a shithole yeah. Yeah. in a horrible neighborhood. And, and, and this is all guilt, man. Oh, I yeah. mean, you know, the uncle, you know, uh, his mother's brother even says, you know, you could have. You, you know, you, your mother could be living in a penthouse right now. But yeah. You chose a different path. Right, and, right. And he, struggle, he struggles with he, that. He definitely. Um, and really quick, I just had a, a, another side thought. I'd really love to know or find out, because it's not necessarily explained or even brought up uh, in the movie, um, whether um, Reagan was baptized. Like, do they even have a religion? And if not, so you have a baptism uh, in the Catholic Church. I don't think she had, because it, the mother seemed to be almost an atheist. Like... Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and so, so, and so baptism is supposed to, you know, put you under the protection of God. Uh, like it's supposed to protect your soul. Interesting. So if you don't, if you're not baptized, technically yeah. uh, demons can. So, so, you know, the, the mother being so, so much against it, my guess would be probably not. Probably not. You know, because yeah. he freaked out when she found, you know, the cross underneath the pillow. Yeah. yeah. She seemed to be very, yeah, like offended. Yes, yeah. she did. Mm -hmm. She did. So, yeah. yeah, and it's it's a it's a it's a very. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Shaylee? Uh, I mean, yeah, she did seem very offended by it. She was like, you know, going around being like, "Did you put this under her pillow?" Mm -hmm. And I, I think it was just also because it was her daughter that she was just freaking out on everything and. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think maybe yeah. towards the end of the movie, she started, I don't know if, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe a stretch. She maybe, may, I cannot explain this. It's okay. It's okay. Take your time. I, I, I felt that over time as the movie played out, let's say she was completely against this idea of religion. As the movie played out, she 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 grasped onto religion because th there yeah. was no other science there was, could not give that's what i'm trying to explain failed, yeah, that's the, what i'm trying the, to get the at failed attempts by all of these millions of doctors and you know and yeah. finally it was the very doctors who <laughs> which is so interesting right like well, because they were at a loss right? they, i mean they were at and, a loss they and, didn't know yeah. what to <laughs> what and, to think of this and we know chris you know the, the mother is an actress so she's probably very well off she probably got the best doctor's money could buy. Yeah. Right. And, Absolutely. and all of them hit, she had a team hit walls. Of them in there. Oh my God. I, you know how many were in that one room. It yeah. had to be like 15 or 20. And she even says that I, I, you know, 80 something doctors I mean, you and, guys and can't, yeah, yeah, you guys can't figure this out. Yeah. And, it, and so it was, yeah, it was them who suggested an exorcism, which, you know, I mean, and, and it's interesting because they suggested exorcism, not, they didn't come from a place of religion when they, uh, when they uh, suggested it, they yeah. came from a place of psychology yes. because what they, what they said was, you know, there've been documented cases where the idea, like somebody will have an idea in their mind that they can be 
sure. quote unquote, you know, possessed and they will be, and only the power of something opposite that, yeah. that suggestion will actually make it disappear. And that, that's more of a science based explanation. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I think so. <laughs> I, I'm a believer in that. Have you ever, let me give you an example. Have you ever been around someone? I don't know. You know, Shaylee, let me, I'm going to bring this up. I'm going to, I'm going to get you involved here. You, you know, you, you're in, you're going to be in high school and, and so you just finished middle school. I can guarantee you uh, throughout your school years, you've been around kids that have had lice, right? I'm, I'm sure you have like somewhere along the way, someone has had lice. When you hear that subconsciously, you started itching, yeah. even though you're perfect. And I think that's what we're talking. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about here. It's, it's, it's. Not, not necessarily that, but it's that. It's the power of suggestion. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I've, I've done it, man. Absolutely. Like I, I will be around someone and all of a sudden they cough or sneeze and I'm like, oh man, I'm starting to feel something, you know. I mean, the, the brain is a mystery. It I is. I mean, we only expo- you know, have explored 10% of it. You know, there's so much about it that we don't know. And, and very, very possible. You yes. Know? Um, so I think it these is. doctors are coming from yeah. that place. They're not yeah. really necessarily going, well, go get yourself a Jesuit priest because we think, you know, <laughs> your daughter's been possessed by Satan or Pazuzu or, Pazuzu. you know, yeah, Pazuzu. Yeah. yeah. Evil against evil. Did I'm you look glad, that up? Yes, I did. I and did too. That, I never caught it before no, in a million other times I watched I this watched movie. I watched that movie a million times and it did, never even occurred to me I, why that guy said that. Yes. And it's because Pazuzu is uh-huh. basically, uh, he wards off other evil spirits. Absolutely. Because uh, I think yeah. it was his wife or something. Uh, I'm, of course, I, I'm going to not pronounce this correct, but she's a malicious goddess, Lamushta. Is it, is nice. it Lamushtu? Not bad, I, huh? I like the two. Yeah. Lamushtu. Lamushtu. It's like and, Call of and Cthulhu. So, so she was believed <laughs> to cause harm to mothers and children during childbirth. <laughs> and so although Pazuzu uh, himself is an evil spirit, he drives away other evil spirits, uh, spirits uh, thus protecting humans against plagues and, yeah. and uh, misfortunes. Yeah. And doesn't mean he's not evil. Oh, yes. Clearly. We know he is. Yeah. But, but I never caught it before. Yeah. And, and you know what? So the, the, the Iraq scene at the very beginning. Yeah. And again, you know, I've watched this movie so many times and, and now when you sit back and you're kind of analyzing it for this podcast, I had never really paid attention to the scene before they're in Georgetown, which is where Pazuzu, the statue mm-hmm. and uh, father, uh, Marin. father Marin mm-hmm. is, he's standing up there kind of it's on a like cliff. A confrontation. It's almost it, like a, yeah, I actually wrote West. that down. Yes. It's it like, felt to me like, West, like, a, like standoff. it is a standoff mm-hmm. where you and I are going to meet again at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and again, I never just, I can never just paid attention to, it. I don't know why yeah. I didn't. Well, but, so Shaylee, like what, what are your thoughts on the whole first 30 or 40 minutes? Like the whole Iraq scene. Well, you had given me more background mm-hmm. on, you know, that, like, like when it was back then, mm-hmm. where that was taking place, more of like the religious background. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. Was it boring to you? No, it wasn't boring. I actually think it was a good buildup for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, 
Because it was like they, when they'd found that head of the statue, oh, yeah, Pazuzu. it yeah. was like they had unleashed it. It's like they yeah. disturbed its resting spot. Mm-hmm. So they're, he's angry now. Yeah. That's almost, what it yeah. seemed like to me, right? There was no reason that's, why. That's they... the way I took it. I'll be honest. Shaylee, up until last night, I was bored with the first 10 or 15 minutes of the, yeah. the Iraq stuff. Yeah. I was completely bored. But when I, when I caught that thing, now I'm like more, it's now, like, you know. Did you notice? During that scene when, when, you know, they're like, hey, we, you know, we found stuff. Yeah. And, and he goes there and he pulls the head. Yeah. There's also a, there's also a medal. Yeah. It was like, um, was it, it was like a, a coin. coin. Was it a coin it, or something? St. Uh, Joseph. It did. It, it was something with Joseph in it. Yes. Yeah. And it was some sort of coin or something. And he actually says, what's this doing here? Because yes. Because it has no business being there again what what, what? Why? i don't know i, I don't caught know. that as well like what the hell does that mean it was almost as though you, you had two items in an archaeological dig in the middle of iraq that were from two completely different time periods do you think it was they were buried there because of they maybe they carried some sort of well, i don't know well i mean the saint joseph medal is like a saint christopher medal it's mm. meant to help ward off yeah. You know, so it's just an interesting thing. So maybe what what was it? Somebody of this time period or whenever, you and know. And what was this? Was this a tomb of some sort? What was yeah, it? Was like it just a, a, like you a know, ruin? Like a, like a ruin? Like yeah. A tomb. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know, man. I mean, it's a damn good question. I don't know what that was all about. Yeah. I, you know, last night when he said it, I chalked it up as, okay, well, maybe it was, maybe these objects carried some sort of Do you evil. notice the clock stop? uh yeah in inside of the yes in the curators yes yeah 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 clocks man i know right telling you first insidious his grandfather clocks man i'm telling you man i'm telling you um so so yeah up until last night i found it kind of boring but yeah but but it's very relevant to you i hate to say the rest of it but I tend to fast forward a little bit past the Iraq stuff. Yeah, I do. I, I do too. Because <laughs> I've just I've seen I never, it. I've seen it. There's before. nothing more that I can get yeah. out of that. But last night I got two things out of it I well, never got true. before. Yeah. So the you know the evil whatever evil against evil I just never I never paid attention to that line ever. Yep. And so um, so yeah I mean now we're in Georgetown. It was this not a fitting not a you know Washington D.C. Georgetown. Did this not, this was an absolute perfect location for all this to go on. I, I just felt everything about it, the, the architecture and, mm-hmm. and just, I don't know. It just felt right to me. And I yeah. don't know. It's probably cause I just freaking love this movie, but, <laughs> and I don't want to find anything wrong with it, but, right. but I was just watching it going, you know, look all of it checks off all my boxes. You mm-hmm. know, the music is fantastic and the characters and the actors are just so awesome. I mean, you, you feel for all of them and you engage with every one of them and the story has me. And, and then I got this, this, you know, in Washington and Georgetown and all this different architecture just seems very fitting. The the long staircase and, yeah. you know, these things. And, and man, that staircase was steep. Damn, dude. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That was pretty. Yeah. yeah. And that's where a lot of shady things happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, shady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, I, I don't know if we want to go. I mean. I don't think we want to go scene by scene, but I mean, we can, you know, we, we, we've already kind of talked about the, you know, the beginning of the gist of this is, is, uh, you know, we, we know Chris is an actress, mm-hmm. um, fa- fairly famous from what we can, you know, gather. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, her daughter, uh, Reagan, uh, played by Linda Blair. Uh, I think she's, she's supposed to be 12 years old 12. here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, 
you know, they, they're, they're renting out, I guess, basically renting out a house while she's filming this movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, the director, uh, Burke, and I don't remember the actor's name, uh, um, um, but you know, he's, he's basically the director of this. Jack McGowan. Is that it? Jack yeah. McGowan. Okay. Um, don't recall ever seeing him in anything else. Yeah. Um, neither do I. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, they're filming a movie there. Um, Chris is the star, but you know, um, we know that, it, you know, uh, Reagan is eventually going to get possessed here by a demon. Yeah. Uh, the demon is, uh, a Pazuzu. Um, and, uh, she slowly starts to, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to use the word deteriorate, but she's, she's taken over. Well, she's basically, you know, uh, she's still there. There's still this human, you know, almost it's, you're right. I mean, she's there Mm -hmm. because she is in, is interacting in the beginning, still interacting, you know, with to questions or whatever, but she almost seems in a, days yes yeah yes a very uh uh days where she her uh vocabulary for vulgarity is very uh good yeah. uh you know uh, which is pretty funny i mean she is she is throwing f-bombs she's spitting at people she's doing all of these but things even before and that happens wait you know she just you know like when she's in the bathtub and the mom's yeah. giving her a bath right mm-hmm. after she peed herself right after she peed herself yeah. you know she's just down there and she's like you're all gonna die yeah, you're, you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna die up there. I think she's yeah. talking to the pilot or something, whatever he is. I, I assumed yeah. he was a pilot. I, I, it wasn't really explained, but yeah, I, you know. So, um, and then you know the scene where she's just laying in bed and she just, yeah, she looks like she's just so, yeah, you know, um, yeah. So it's slowly, it's slowly. It, these demons are slowly taking. Well, it's really, really, it's really one main demon. You think, and it's several, several different, uh, you know, p- you know, characters or, or demons inside her. But it's really, it's really one. It's just manifested different. Well, so you and know. I, I feel like the, the part of the movie, the the scene that shows when she was, like all of that was like the slowly Pazuzu is possessing her, but when he finally does was was after she's flopping up and you know oh, down on the man. bed and she finally goes back and her head her eyes go white yes that that's part the part where freaked he, me out did that freak you that out that one freaked me out because she right. was like See, groaning good. and yeah. you know yeah. she's like and then her like throat started getting her all throat oh, got, like yeah 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 it's i know that's good stuff man. yeah that's good stuff um so, yeah, I mean, we know, you know, you know, we know she's played with a Ouija board. We know, you know, again, I, I like I said earlier, maybe it's just the lack of faith. It's this it's this strained relationship between her mother and father. And and the father is basically I don't know, man, he's just being selfish and you know doesn't call on her birthday. And it's probably who knows what he's doing. And so it's this, you know, it's this feeling that she has of I don't know. You know, am I not good enough for my dad and, and all of these things, you know, and then on top of this, her messing with the Ouija board with Captain Howdy, it's not, it's, she was very susceptible to, to, you know, which we're going to go ahead and assume is, was Pazuzu. Yeah. That's what what we have to assume. I, I, you know, I was trying to look this up. What else would it be? You know, I mean, it's just, it it, more than likely Pazuzu, it was just a voice, maybe many voices that, you know. That uh, I guess Pazuzu would be a man. He he's taken over, and it was Captain Howdy was just one of those, and yeah. you know, so um, so yeah, well, you know, we, it's like how do you how do you gain the confidence of a twelve year old girl? Well, I mean, you you act like a I don't know a some friend. sort of a 
well yeah but like some sort of like a cartoon character almost like sounds Captain like howdy it. that sounds like sounds like a cartoon you and i would have watched growing up mm-hmm. right you yeah. know yeah. saturday morning you know but <laughs> one of the scenes that really piqued my interest it was uh maybe the first or second time that um father Karras came um and he pulls out the vial of water and he's like, oh, yeah. and she's like, what's that? And he says, holy water. And he's like, toss it on her and she's mm. reacting. And then later you find out that it was tap water. Yeah. So that like piqued my interest because I was like, well, you're claiming you're the devil, first of all. Yes. Um, And then when someone says that it's holy water and it's thrown on you. You react as if it were, but we find out that it wasn't. So yeah. why? Well, is it simply as again where we were talking earlier about subconsciously you convince yourself of something, and you it's do. Just, you know, it, um, and I think that that is an attempt to uh, to introduce an element of non-belief into what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. That perhaps this is. Uh, yeah. Some there is some sort of scientific reason. Perhaps this is a power mm-hmm. of suggestion thing. Perhaps yeah. uh, they're, you know, Reagan's not possessed at all. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's it just sure. plants that seed sure. back there. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I think with me, if I'm, <laughs> and I guess as being, you know, Father Karras seeing a lot of stuff over his years uh, doing what he does, I, I walk into this bedroom and I can't really explain a lot of these things. You know, the, the, the sounds that are coming out of her, the, the way she looks. Well, he doesn't really have a lot of experience with this. That's Marin who does. No, I'm, I'm just saying as, look, if you and I, whether we were priests or not, and yeah. we walk into a, a, a bedroom. And we see something like we this, we're going to be like, yeah, uh, okay, we'll see you later. Uh, we're out of here. <laughs> see, see, I think it's because of his... Again, you know, he's already losing his faith. He's already losing his faith. And he, he, he's he got that whole other side of him, which is more of like the science base. He you know? does. He does. And have so that. he's approaching everything with this scientific state yeah. of mind, mm-hmm. yeah. including what he's seeing. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I agree with you, Rick. If I walked into a room and saw that, that would be it for me. I'm like, I don't need any other evidence. <laughs> yeah. I'm like some kind of. Yeah possession shit's going down yeah Yeah, i mean yeah what i mean i I don't know it's not like we sat here and we decided to i don't know you know make all this shit up you know um and we know chris is distraught she's exhausted she does she's she has nowhere else to go she's tried everything and nothing has worked and this is this is really it this is the hell mary right here yeah Yeah. you know and so um you know where do we want to, where do we want to kind of jump in here? Do we want to talk about, uh, you know, the death of Burke? Do we want to, you know, where do we want to? Well, yeah, I mean, we can, uh, we can touch on that a little bit because, you know, obviously in the director's cut, um, there was a, they had cut out a, a pretty gnarly scene. That was yeah. the spider walk scene. Yes. Um, anybody, any listeners who've seen it, you know what we're talking about. If you haven't seen it. Oh my God. You it's see very it. creepy. Uh, Reagan is contorted backwards and yeah. is kind of spider crawling down the stairs oh my God, gets yeah. to the bottom of the stairs does this contorted flip around <laughs> on all fours and then starts sticking out her tongue like a lizard and it's very freaky and they yeah. they cut it out as you know yeah um because there was like a double climax yeah. that happened yeah that was like it was like there was the climax of finding out of uh, um 
Chris finding out that uh, Burke had died. And then immediately after was yeah. this scene and they felt like that the double climax, they couldn't really work it out. So they, yeah, they cut it out. Yeah. I, I, um, I, when I was rewatching this or I was, I, cause I'd watched this documentary. Did you watch it to the fear of God? Did yeah. you watch it? Yeah. So I had seen this many years ago and I had forgotten most of it, but I do remember this one part where you have William Friedkin, the director and William Peter Vladdy, the, uh, uh, the, the writer, the, the writer. Right, yeah. and they're they're kind of arguing back and forth mm-hmm. as to you know and and uh, william peter blatty goes you know what i could have done mm-hmm. is is i could have just before chris reacted to the death of burke i could immediately immediately had you know reagan coming down the stairs yeah. that way yeah you know it wasn't too climax it was just one you know, she had giant had, climax yes, <laughs> one giant climax holy shit all this is thrown at me you know yeah and i agree with that yeah yeah and even the director agreed in that yeah. moment i believe he yes, goes, yeah think, that would have been yeah i think so he yeah. did and it makes sense and it's it's a it's a it's a very powerful scene it scares the hell out of me man mm-hmm. and i think i had read they hired a contortionist and they somehow rigged something and she's you know she's going down the <clears> stairs <throat> they did a lot of cool very cool like um uh almost uh, uh groundbreaking things with this movie that yeah. you just couldn't you you, you well, know, I mean, they had to figure stuff it's out all practical effects all practical the, you know. yeah like the simply the you know the the one scene where chris comes into the bedroom and stuff is flying around the room yeah. they showed how they did that and yeah. and it's it's interesting to see all these little you know all these little things kind of behind the scenes of how they did this or they did that and yeah. you know so um so yeah i mean it's a it's uh oh man um you know we we know look i mean it's not it's not clearly said until a little later but we know that uh reagan has or pazuzu has pushed burke out of the out of the window yeah Yeah. really really let's let's be real here he twists his head yeah (laughs) you know uh, which which requires a lot of strength yeah Twists his head completely around and then tosses his ass out the window. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, um, now, now, you know, Chris is trying to not say anything about this. Now, at if, first, if uh, memory serves me, <laughs> isn't Burke, wasn't he the one that was drunk? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was at the party oh God, and he was making, he was giving, um, the, the, I forget his name, Carl. I don't know if Carl was like the butler. Yeah. You know, because he's German, he kept calling him Nazi. This I'm like, Jesus yeah. Christ, dude! Just because he's German doesn't mean I'm German. And yeah. you, I think you got some German in you, don't you? Yeah, a little, you got, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah, I mean, we're not Nazis, but yeah, he just kept kept giving him shit and shit. He was drunk off of his ass. Oh my God, he was so drunk. Yeah. So 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 yeah. So yeah. And I guess Burke was the director of of the film that you know that Chris is the star of. I didn't see, I, I guess they were just friends. I didn't see a romantic thing with them. It just didn't, I don't know, maybe there was. It just didn't feel like a good fit to me, but that's just my yeah. two cents. You know, so Shaley, I've got a question for you. Um, being that I know it's two years and, I, and two years between 12 and, and uh, well, one year. Because you're, well, you'll be, you'll be 14 yep. this year. So I'll call it two. Did you feel any sort of connection with Reagan's character at all? Uh, I'm iffy about that one because, you know, when I was watching it, I wasn't thinking about her age per se. I wasn't like, okay, she's 13. She's my age. And this is happening to her. Did that, but you know, so it didn't occur to you in the moment, like, like, Oh my God, it was like, you know, a 
kid completely my age and then like maybe you could relate to that like oh what if that happened to me or like well with my whole thing i'm not i don't i don't personally i don't think that i'm vulnerable to get possessed like i don't want to jinx anything sure but like yeah, find some wood on, knock, on, on. knock on wood for you yeah. um <laughs> but you know i'm not you know doing ouija boards uh, which I think played a big role in her possession. Yeah. And I have my own beliefs. They don't fit like a certain religion, but I have formed my own beliefs over the year of like, you know, uh, things, you know, that I could believe. And really are... quick, uh, give us a idea of what that might be. Like what? Um, I was talking about to this about you. I mean, I was talking about this to you. Mm hmm when after we watched it and uh you know my whole perception of hell isn't you know fire and all of that i perceive hell as just a world like this mm -hmm. but it's miserable and mm -hmm. everything in your life just goes wrong you know no one's hmm. on your side really that's an interesting so so like this world but it's almost like you just have a shitty day every single day. And it's like yeah. almost like a groundhog day where it's just, and, everything is repeating and it's bad. Not and, necessarily the same day. Okay. But just that. Just nothing just, goes right yeah, for you. Yeah. And I also hmm. perceive hell as, um, you know, you. it's like you almost get a good thing. It's like you hmm. are right there. You hmm. can almost get it. And then it just goes South. Mm, it's taken away from you. Yeah. Like so you it's like almost, you're you like never grasp the prize. it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like tormenting you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can see that. That's an interesting. That's an interesting. Because uh, you on know, that. you know, in a lot of, uh, if not most <laughs> religions, you know, um, some people view hell as a place. Like if they view hell as some fiery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know where. I almost look at hell as a similar to, to Shaley. Um, it's a state of mind Yeah. that wherever we, we go after this, if you believe that we move on from this plane of existence, wherever you go, you take all of your grief and guilt mm -hmm. and all of your, mm -hmm. all of the worst aspects of, of emotion, negative emotion and everything. You take it with you mm -hmm. and you just torment yourself with it. And mm -hmm. that's why. And that's your hell. So that so so, but what, you know, how much bad shit do you have to do? That's just about to get you know, to that. Because I mean, what 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 what's the you know what's the rules there? Not not in your hell. I'm just saying as as a whole. I mean, there's a lot of people that probably have done bad stuff over their life and still get into whatever heaven is that they think in their head. I I you know I'm not religious. I believe there's probably some sort of hell, like you're saying. I don't know if it's exactly how you say. Um, and there's probably some sort of place where it's really nice I, I don't know what that is because i just i don't i'm not educated enough on it but so what what are your thoughts on that um for me i don't think i think the people that go to hell are just the awful people like mm. you know rapists mm -hmm. murderers uh People like that, that just don't feel any remorse for the actions that they're doing and they're inflicting pain on others on purpose. Mm. Um, there's so no, I don't think there's any coming back from that, mm -hmm. especially like mm -hmm. murder. If you kill mm -hmm. someone, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. maliciously, yeah. like not out of like self-defense if you're yeah, or, defending yourself. Or an then. accident of some sort. You yeah. Know, um, 
Yeah. If no. you're maliciously killing someone, there's no coming back from that. You did that yeah. even, you know, if you didn't at the time you were just like angry. Like, yeah, if you regret it, then okay, but that you still did it. I, 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 let me throw a question at you. We don't want to get too deep into this, but let's just say, for instance, oh, I don't know, um, someone at 22 years old murdered someone, went to prison for, maybe they didn't get life for some whatever reason, and, and they spent 30 or 40 years in prison, and they got out at 60. But while they were in, you know, they did a lot of good things, you know. Is there some sort of redemption there, you know? I, I, it's tough, man. I, I, I don't mean, know, you know, um, you know, everything in this world is a ripple effect. Yeah. yeah. Every single decision and every action that you make ripples out into the universe and oh, is, and someone is affected by it. Yeah. yeah. How large a ripple are you making and how negative a ripple are you making? Well, I don't know. You know, um, yeah. do you spend the rest of your life atoning? Okay. And you still did it though. Yeah. 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 No, it's tr it's true. I'm a, I'm a definitely a believer in karma. I've, yeah. I have I've seen way too many examples of it over the mm -hmm. years, and so I do. You know, um, I try to put good stuff out into the universe, and and hopefully it comes back. And I mean, know, look, uh, you know, the bottom line is is you know, human beings are flawed beings. We are. We're we definitely are not. Mm -hmm. We're not perfect. Yeah. So so uh, everybody um, sins. Um, what one person's idea of a bad sin might be different from somebody else's, yeah. you know, idea of a bad sin. And, you know, it's really about, you know, how much of your life did you spend, yeah. you know, and, uh, being selfish or, yes, or thinking only of yourself or being malicious or, you know. Yeah. And that's why, like, I don't want, like, I don't, I probably, when I get older, I'm probably not going to follow a religion I don't want to be a religious person because to me personally, I just feel like that ties you down and that gives you just puts too many rules on you. And I am a person who wants to be able to do things on my own free will. I don't want have to, I don't want people to control me and I don't want to, mm -hmm. you know, have to do things to accommodate a higher power. And I don't want to waste, I don't want to say waste, but you know, spend my life trying to fit into a bubble because I feel mm -hmm. like religion is just trying to fit yourself into a bubble mm -hmm. and like a group of people that all believe <laughs> in one thing. That's well, just a big bubble because you have to do the same things. Everyone in that religion is mm -hmm. doing the same things. Yep. They follow they the are. same things. And I don't, I don't think that it and, serves much of a purpose. And they look down yeah. on you if you don't follow the stuff they believe. And yeah. that's what yeah. is, it's I mean, completely hypocritical of what, you know. I mean, there is that whole cliche thing about how, you know, uh, religion is the opiate of masses. Uh, but yeah. there's a certain truth to that. Yeah. You know, um, you, you have a large group of people who have really, at the end of the day, like, I mean, faith aside, none of us knows what's going to happen when we die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, no. you know, sure, you know, somebody who's got, you know, heavy into faith sitting right here might say bullshit you, you know i know what's going to happen because i have a faith and i'm going to be going to heaven or, or whatever but when you distill it down you do not know yeah so, and so nobody truly knows and so um there's a certain uh there can be a certain hysteria to that there could you know mm -hmm. uh, if you don't control that in some way it's pandemonium 
because then the, the rule of law is broken down. You know, if you don't believe that there's, or if your faith is shaken and suddenly there's this idea that there isn't something after this life, then what does any of it matter? Yeah. Yeah. True. Right. So, so, so religion often puts a control on and people yeah. for that reason yeah. alone, yeah. Yeah. you know. I don't think I'm ever going to follow a religion because of a lot of the things, like a lot of the rules they put on you, I don't agree with. And I'm not like when I, if I'm in, if, when I say this, I don't want to, you know, trash on a certain religion, but yes, yeah. A lot of the religions, like Christianity, I don't agree with a lot of the things that Christians have to follow because to me, they, you know, it's like, love thy neighbor as you love thyself. But if you're going to trash on other people for what they believe, yep. like I know a lot of Christians that are, you know, shameful and like, you know, bash on other people that don't follow that religion right. because it's, you know, not their ideals. But that's not fair because everyone should be able to, you know, mm-hmm. have their own beliefs. No one should be forced to follow your beliefs because you think it's right. And I know a per- person who would try to force their religion on other people. And we're still friends. He doesn't do that anymore. But, you know, I don't I don't like that because I want to, you know, I want to be able to have my own opinions and I don't want to get into an argument about mm-hmm. something. Because <laughs> a lot of people yeah. start arguments over well, certain the, things because the, of their yeah. religion. It's the two things. It's an insecurity. Yeah. That's where it's yeah. rooted from. Yeah. And and the, you know those two things they always say that the two things you never want to argue with someone about or have conversations is politics Politics and religion religion. because you're gonna you guys are just gonna have different opinions and different beliefs and their beliefs i don't i have plenty of friends that are very religious they have never ever tried to shove it down my throat yeah and never get into a land war and that's why that's (laughs) why um you know my friend he stopped doing that and i'm very capable of having a friendship and a relationship with someone if they're not going to Mm-hmm. judge me on yes. what i believe in and you know some of the things that you know are shamed upon in the christian religion i am so you know but they don't bash me for it they don't they don't yeah. look at me different because of what i you know <clears throat> what i follow and who yeah. i am um they shouldn't they shouldn't begrudge you for for whatever you believe in and vice versa that's yeah you know. and one of the most powerful things that occurs with somebody um, who is heavy into a faith is when their faith gets shattered. Yeah. So with, uh, in, in the, uh, um, when we are talking about uh, father Karras, yeah. that's his whole thing. He himself almost seems tormented. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, he is. You know, he is. <laughs> he very much is, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it really kind of, you know, came overboard is when his, his mother passed away and that yeah, he was, wasn't there wasn't there. Can you, can you imagine that? How, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's like, okay, you know, you chose this path and, and you felt it was the right path for you at the time. But in the meantime, you let, you're, you're poor, yeah. your mother's poor and, and really were, you know, bad off. Yeah. And then, and then she dies and you're not even there, man. You know, and, if I had one thing I could critique this um, movie on and mm-hmm. maybe it's just the, I don't know the way they uh, edited it. Okay. There's a bit, uh, and it happens off screen 
you know, she goes to a. I don't know what that was. What, some sort of some kind of hospital. I don't know what that was. Dude. Something. It almost looked like a mental institute. It did. Yeah, it did. because I think maybe it that's all they was. could afford or something. And um, then you don't hear from her again until his friend tells him. Or you know, there's that scene where you know they're in his little apartment. And he's drinking. Yeah. Yeah, some whatever. It's regal. Oh, it's like blended it, scotch. Yeah, blended yeah. scotch. Yeah, you know, and and he's obviously he's drunk because you know, and his, his he found out his mom died, you know, and so it's like okay, but they they make it clear that she was she died in her house. Yes. So at some point off screen, I, I guess they took her out of there. Yes. I mean, yeah. they were saying that like when he went to visit her. Yeah. Um. You know, she was flipping out and he was like, we're going to get you out of here. We're going to get you out of here. You're going to go home. Yeah. So that made me assume Just that, assume that happened. Yeah. he she ended up going home, yeah. which, you well, know, she, she, you know, he, he didn't want her living there, but she that was her home. I mean, I, she's probably lived. And, and, and this is I think so was that in New York? Was it, that in New York? Because I know he took the train. Yeah. Because because, you know, I, Listen, they're Italian. Yeah. And they stay those yeah. old oh, world yeah. Italians. Yes. I agree. Um, yeah. No, they're not interested in nope. dying in some mental play. I mean, nope. they're going to die in their home, in their home and, and, they're not, and they're not going anywhere. And so she could yeah. have lived in that place 40, 50 years. She probably did. She probably did. Yeah. And it's like, no, you know, I look, it's probably not great out there, but this is my home. My and great no grandmother what. from, Por- from Portugal. Um, it's similar. It's, it's a very similar thing. And, uh, yeah, she, she wasn't going to go into some old folks. She's going to die in her damn house. Yeah. You know, I probably the same damn way, dude. Mm-hmm. Same damn way. You know, um, you know, what got me last night rewatching this never got me before. Um, was that interaction between his mother and him, uh, when they, when he went to see her in that, whatever that was, and she just turned her head. Yeah. It was almost like I'm turning my back. You know, you, she was, you've let me down. She was. And, and that was, that was super powerful you for me. Not, I almost, I choked up a little bit. You did you not do feel, that. Yeah, you could feel the emotion in that scene. I, I never, again, it's this is what I love about rewatching movies and movies that we could see a hundred times, but we catch things that we just didn't before, or it hits us in a different way when we watch it. It's authentic to that culture. It, it's authentic to that whole, it was a very good scene specifically for that reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is exactly how an old world Italian woman of that age would react. Yeah. Uh, you know, because in her mind, her son betrayed her. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Traitor turned his back. It's sad, wasn't man. There. And he couldn't make any sort of amends. She flat and she out died. told him, "Yeah, I'm staying here." And next thing she knows, she's in a facility. Yeah, and and you know she's like, "You did this. Yeah, yeah. You weren't there to to have my back and to and to you know honor my wish." So she turned her head. Like it's one of those. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. acknowledge you. You don't yeah. get to speak to me. It's tough, man, because he chose, you know, he chose his route and he, and he went down this route and he could have done a lot of different things and probably made a lot more money, Oh yeah. but he chose, he chose God. He chose this faith and, 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 and really he's kind of paying for it. Right. I mean, well, in his, in his, you know, um, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a kind of an odd way to look at it, but you know, you know, uh, religion and faith is supposed to, you know, it's supposed to be this foundation for you. And, and for him, it's, it's really become a burden for him. Well, yeah. it's, and you know, to, to be honest, it's, it's almost, um, the events that take place, you know, um, are his to, you know, uh, internalize and, to to help him with his battle of this crisis of faith, 
you know, um, because like I said, I mean, everything leading up to that, you know, he's in this crisis of faith, you know, and just take religion aside. How many times in your life have you, Ugh. have you just swore you knew the answer to <laughs> a thing? Yeah. And I don't mean like, you know, it's the answer to a math problem. I mean, like, <laughs> sure. like a, a life issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you got a good beat on things and you have a way of thinking about it. And, and that's, that's that. And then something happens in your life that shakes that to the oh, core. Yeah. yeah. And now your faith in your belief of that thing has now been crumbled away mm-hmm. and you're left raw and trying to figure out. And it usually takes something major yeah. to rebuild to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that this was his crisis moment. Yeah. I think that that whole movie, this whole part of yeah. this movie where he, he comes, you know, he, yeah. he gets asked uh, uh, by Chris, you know, yeah. you know, I think that that was his, uh, his moment of reaffirming. Yes. You know, I believe so. I believe, like I said, I believe their paths were meant to cross here. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, I, I know, you know, with me, I, you know, we're all different, but I'm all about a, I'm, I'm a balanced guy with me and everything is, is always balanced. And when something happens and it could be something small with me because I sometimes let those small things, you know, kind of consume me. But when my balance is off, man, I'm, I'm just not, I'm just not right. I don't like that feeling at all. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know about you guys, but, but yeah. And that's, that's really what, you know, kind of like what the, the, what this is here for him. And it's, and you know, it's, um, yeah, man, I, I, you know, the, the, another scene that got me, um, again, it's, it's, it's very, it was very powerful. It choked me up was when she was, you know, when she, she first meets, uh, you know, father Karis and, and they're, and they're, and they're walking and they're having that conversation about her daughter and, and they sit on that bench and, and she is pleading, I need your help. And yeah. And it was just, it was so emotional for me. I, like I said, I actually started choking up here. I could, I could almost put myself into her shoes. I have, I I have nowhere else to go. We can't figure this out. And this is my 12 year old daughter here. I need your help, man. Yeah. You're like my last resort. You know, it's interesting because his, his reaction to the word exorcism was spot on. I mean, it's something that very much was in the closet in the Catholic, you know, oh, and he's a, sure. he's a Jesuit priest. So it's, yeah. it's basically, yeah, but you know, um, and, uh, that was spot on. I mean, and, and he really, that threw him cause he was like, <laughs> yeah, come on. Right. <laughs> you know, the, that's just not something that, you know, we just do, <laughs> you know, yeah. even though he, it is a thing you actually. It's a, yeah, it's not like some popular thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What you need to do is fill. That. You need to fill out this, this form. Brand, this um, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so Sh- Shaylee, was there? Okay, so you, early on you said some stuff that kind of you know uh, made you laugh, which I'm, I'm trying to forgive you. It's going to take me time. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but is there some you know other than the? I think you had mentioned one scene. Is there other scenes that just like? Okay, you know, I know what my uncle Rick is talking about here. Uh, this is why this movie is so good. Anything like just I don't know any the the head spinning around, you know, just well, any anything. I mean, you know, stuff moving. Um, I don't know. You I know? think the the scenes that made me laugh, like those handfuls of scenes, were balanced out by tons of handfuls of other scenes that genuinely freaked me out like you know when she rolls her eyes back and she's groaning um yeah 
all the different voices. I loved the speaking the language, English in reverse. Oh, in reverse yeah. yeah. What do you think of the, uh, the vomiting? Oh, so gross. It looked a little <laughs> bit tacky. I'm not going to lie. The vomit. So when you say tacky, do you mean sticky or tacky is in, uh, uh, like, like kind of cheesy? Like, yeah. Like, you know, like the, again, 1973. I know. <laughs> like now looking back, that looked kind of tacky because it's just like green vomit. Yeah. Pea but, soup and oatmeal, I think, is what they used. Yeah. Um, Probably Campbell's. That's a little plug for Campbell's, just in case you guys need to sell more cans. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it was definitely gross, you know, her vomiting on Father Marion while, you know, yeah. he's oh, trying to... Yeah get the yeah. demon out of her that's pretty gross um father, her, yeah. her vomiting on his face that was oh, gross father, father no Karras? that was that father Karras. that was the huge stream that was supposed like, to hit him in the chest it was and it hit him did you, you watch that, watch that. Yeah. yeah it was supposed to hit him in the chest that's but then gross. they kept moving stuff around and it hit him in the face and he got pissed so uh, that reaction is real they did a couple other takes, and they're like, "Nope, we're using that first one." Yeah. So that's a that's a genuine reaction. See, those are the happy mistakes that those I are, think those are great. Yeah. yeah, those are great mistakes, yeah. man. Yeah, that's so foul. It is it still grosses me out. Or yeah, when when uh, when she's uh, they they kind of go through the uh, you know like the first round of the exorcism the exorcism, and she's. She's kind of like worn out in the and she's oh, she got her head to tilted the side and, and it's, it's oozing out. Huge. Yeah. It's just oozing yeah. out. It's just raw. So really quick cuz you know we we haven't really talked about uh, Father Mirren and you know at we that haven't. point he's already come in here. And I mean, you know, that's the iconic Max von Sydow. Yeah. yeah. You know where he 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 leaves, oh gets God, out of the cab yeah. and then yeah. they show you. Right? Oh, such yeah. And you know what I loved the most? And this was this was such a, a an awesome example of science versus faith. When he comes in there, and Father Karras is like, you know, well, do you want to know some backstory about what's going on? You know, and he's like, and and Father Marin's like, why? <laughs> like, you know, it's a, it's a demon, right? Yeah. So you got yeah, you got yeah. Father Karras who's <laughs> coming at it from a, from science, science, yeah, you know, and Father Marin is like. There's Let's no just science get it done. here. Yeah, there, this, this is, is yeah. complete faith. This there's no science going on. Yeah, and and it was in one other scene <laughs> when um they're in the room, not uh, Reagan's room, but they're in this other room and they're oh, preparing. Yeah. Yes, and and uh, Father Marin is is sort of coaching Father Karras on what to yeah. expect. You know, uh, he's a trickster. He's gonna he's gonna uh, you know the attack is gonna come in. Uh, it's gonna be a psychological attack. It's going to be uh, lies mixed with some truth. Do not listen to him. Yes. You know, and Father Karras attempts to uh, to say, well, you know, so are you interested in knowing that there's, you know, the, how many different personalities we're yeah. dealing there's with like, in here? I, you know, and there's at least yeah. three distinct yeah. personalities. And Father Marin's like, there's only the one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, it, there was something so faith based about that it, and it was yeah it really threw, he's so sh like sure of himself he absolutely was it's like it's like uh father Karras is this rookie and yeah and and, and maron is this veteran 
Yeah, I, I've seen this man. I mean, I've I've done this. This is my first hair, rodeo. Just yeah. like yeah. you know, he's taking nitroglycerin pills because oh, he's a bad heart. He's like <laughs> the only one left apparently in the Jesuit uh, uh, um, sect that yeah. uh, that actually does has these. dealt with this. I think yeah. he had done and he did an exorcist. I don't know how many years back, and he said it lasted for months and yeah, basically turned his hair white. white you yeah. know, he was just ashen. Yes, I mean, what is what I love about this is, you know, Max von Sydow, people say Sydow, could be Cito. I'm going to say Sydow for this, and hopefully I'm saying it right. He was only 43, 44 when this was done. That's a good makeup. So, so, so <laughs> he looked like he was in his 70s. He absolutely did, and he seemed frail. 43, 44. Yeah. Dude, you and I are older than that. Yeah. And I mean, I far, I look far better than you. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, he was 43, 44. He looked like he was in his 70s. We're talking yeah. 1973. The makeup on this is just phenomenal. It really is. You know, and, yeah. not, and, and not only the makeup, but as this, he was such a great character actor. He, to, he even had oh the, he even had like the, the way he walked and yes. sort of. Like like when he pulled his crucifix out and kissed it, yes. he kind of was shaking. His hands were shaking as he like went to kiss it, and then he puts it down all gingerly, like an old man yes. would. Yeah, yeah, he was fantastic in this, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, you know, it was interesting, and I didn't realize this until watching some of the special features. Is you know, a couple of the priests in in this movie, Father Dyer, for instance, mm-hmm. is a real priest. Real priest, yeah. And I forget the other gentleman's name. The one where they, I think they. I don't know if they're having a beer together, him and him and Father Karras. Um, he's a real priest as well. Yeah. I'm watching these yeah. like, you know, special features documentaries, and I'm like, these guys are priests. I mean, it's it 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 basically adds to the how genuine this movie is mm-hmm. and how it, very real really, it right? Yeah, because yeah. um, you know, the Father Marin, you know, my Catholic upbringing, I have been around a ton of Catholic priests. Old ones like that. Oh, yeah. And nuns. <laughs> yeah, I had my hands slapped many times by by nuns. Is it a ruler? Is it it's a slap, ruler. It's oh, a slap God, you yeah. with a ruler? Yeah, and you know, you understand, back then um, in school, uh, there was, uh, the, the, it, w- it was okay to um, to spank kids. Oh, I got yeah. spanked numerous times. At, at? Straight up spanked. Oh, my gosh. Like, you would never in a million years dream of doing something like oh, that. You'd get sued. Oh, no. But back hell in the no. 70s. Yeah. Yeah, and the nuns. Yeah. Oh, they're ruthless. Oh my god, dude! Rulers, rulers, crossing knuckles. I don't know oh if you've ever experienced god. that. And we're not talking. No. The, we're not talking flat. Oh, we're talking. Oh, then they turn it up over. On, mm-hmm. Oh my god, that Ow. would hurt, dude. Yeah. Oh my and god, it very much did. But my point I was trying to make was uh, how accurate Father Marin's uh, that actor's uh, portrayal of an old frail priest is, because it, it literally flashed back. Yeah, I had really? flashbacks to. You know, interacting with yeah. you know because they did the whole altar boy thing and you the altar boy, <laughs> the altar boy thing, your altar boy. Mm. So what else do you want to talk about, Shaylee? What else? Come on, t- t- tell me other stuff. You know, did the power of Christ compel did you? The power of Christ compel definitely, you? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Was it compelling? Uh, it was is very the sow yours? <laughs> the sow is mine. Um, the sow is mine. <laughs> what I found interesting was, you know, obviously Father Marin was trying to, you know, prepare. Father Karras for everything that was going to happen. And then the second round, you know, uh, Father Marin takes a break to go take his little yeah. pills. Yeah, his pills for his heart. Um, And Karras just walks back into the room. He just moses on in. 
And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> you and then he starts getting like, you know, because, you know, she's talking to him and she, you know, yeah. eventually she's, she makes herself sound like the mom. Yeah. yeah. And I think that Demi, was his breaking Demi, point. Demi, Demi, what you do that to me, Demi? <laughs> um, and eventually you that know. was his breaking point. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, Father Mary had to kick him out of the room. Totally. Because he yeah. wasn't paying attention. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, listening to him. him. I was he like, dang. You know, one thing really quick um, that it occurred to me, and I don't know, but it just seems, you know, uh, Shaylee had uh, mentioned, uh, I think it was Shaylee, um, had mentioned earlier about um, the, the when Karis pulled out the holy water yes, mm-hmm. and how he, uh, Reagan reacted, you mm-hmm. know. I just wonder if that wasn't um, trickery, if the demon wasn't tricking him and being uh, like kind of giving him a, giving mm. Father Karis a false sense of mm. that he's actually oh. doing something. Like that, that the demon's affecting. trying to make it seem like she's just, you know, playing a, like she's just, she, yeah. he's just playing play, a role, playing a role, playing along, mm-hmm. tricking him. Just, just so that you know, there's not an exorcism. Because when Father Marin actually splashes real holy water, yeah. there is an actual visual effect when it goes across her yes, leg when true. she's floating. Yeah. And it literally like, yeah, it, yep. you know, it's like taking off skin. Or it it is yeah. absolutely. And so I, I think that, I think that, even though at the surface it seems like, well, okay, that was tap water. And so this kid is reacting to regular tap water, i.e. therefore it must not be a yeah. possession. Mm-hmm. I'm actually yeah. going the other direction now. I'm thinking that, no, that the demon absolutely. Yeah. I never purpose. really demon like when I saw that scene and heard that it was tap, wa- tap water, I never really like thought to myself, Oh, she's just faking all of this. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, no, I, I didn't never, have an explanation ever. for it, but I did not what made you, think. It certainly made you wonder, though. You well, know, yeah. You, you I was of, like, like why you, are you reacting Yeah, like that, well, when then? you find out that it's tap water, you're like, oh, well, yeah, but well, again, why, it, did, why did he react that way if it's just regular? But I think it, it comes back to what we talked about. Of, you know, you convince yourself of certain things. It's mm-hmm. a, a psychological thing, and, mm-hmm. and we've all, we all do it, and we've all done it, so... I mean, I don't know if demons are, you know, excluded from from that, you know, and yeah. we do know, I mean, this demon is very smart and oh, and, yeah. and it's a, like you said, it's a trickster. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a trickster. Psychological know? attack. You know, and yeah. so we know, we know Father, you know, Karis, I mean, his, his mother just passed away. So this is a very, uh, you know, very recent, you know, um, you know, obviously it's a very uh, sensitive mm-hmm. subject and. And these demons again are very smart. What do you what are you gonna what are you gonna play? You know, what are you gonna what card are you gonna yeah. use on this guy? Yeah. Let me use his mother would, the mother card. Well, I would love to know, and it, you know, we're never gonna know because it happened off screen. What killed Father Maris? Yeah. Did was his heart just a, give out? Was it a physical thing? I don't, I don't know. think so. I think it was a psychological thing. I, I think it Could I think be. the demon just I, you know, I always thought, again, I, I don't know the answer to this. I just always thought that his heart just gave out. It was too much for him. Yeah. And, like, and, you know, but it could have been, yeah. Could I have remember been. Shaylee and I, <laughs> when we were watching it the other day, uh, um, it, it was earlier when, uh, when they show the scene of Father Maris, so he's, he's in, I look like he's in the woods or something. Oh, Father uh, Marin. Father yeah. Marin. Yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, 
the messenger gives yes. him the note yeah. from the church. And, and it's funny. You can see him. He opens it up and you could his body language. You can see he's, he's like disheveled. He's yeah. like, oh, really? No. I got to do another one of these. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but of course he's going to, whether or oh, not, absolutely. whether or not his heart is, you know, is going to give out or not, or whether, you know, he's yep. got that faith thing and he's, Oh, absolutely. He's going to, he's yeah. almost, he's almost like the, yeah. Do you yeah. think when, um, Karis, when he, at like the final scene, when he is like, take me, take me mm-hmm. instead. And then, you know, we briefly see the demon go into him and then his face gets all yes. gross. Yeah. And then he stops himself and he's able to regain control and yeah. then jumps out of the window. Yeah. Do you think that was maybe him regaining his faith? Maybe. Yeah. I think you're right on the money. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think you're right on the money with that one. I think that's a, I think, I think that's, you know, um, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, yeah. I, I think so. I, I, I think, you know, I think his faith kicked in. I, I think what he did, you know, for her sacrificed really yeah. himself for yeah. her. Like you the know? ultimate sacrifice. It really is. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And so he knew, he knew what this demon was capable of. Mm-hmm. He spent any time with this thing in his body. It's just going to take him over like it did, you know, Reagan. So mm-hmm. he, he, he reacted immediately and, uh, it was ass out the window. Well, man. I mean, I, it, it was his redemption moment. Yeah. It was a redemption yeah. of his own uh, faith, crisis of faith. Not as though, I mean, he did done a bunch of bad things in his life. I don't mean that, but like, yes. it was his, uh, his moment where, you know, he redeemed his faith, his own internal. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, I just, there um, with, and I love this, this scene at the end, he's, uh, all, you know, everyone kind of gathers around him at the bottom of the stairs. You know, you got the, I think there's, you know, police officers and there's just, you know, those, those bystanders, ran, the, the, bystanders, the yeah. random people that have nothing better to do than, you know, to, yeah. to gawk at what's happening. And then Father Dyer pulls it, you know, comes up and, and he speaks with him. And I, and I, and, and I, and I, and, and you watch this in that, in oh, that yeah. documentary yeah. that, that, that uh, William Friedkin had, they they had all these different takes. They weren't getting it right. And mm. he finally slapped him yep. and then they did the take. And so the, the shaking of his hand was genuine. He was startled by this and it, you know, and so I just, I, this is the, these are the things that I, I love. It's, it's the realism of this. It's, this is a real emotion that Father Dyer is feeling, not to mention he was a real priest. So I'm sure he's done something similar to this before, but, but that in that moment. Yeah. And, you know, well, you know, um, and you know, there's a process there, um, and it, and it's across all modes of art, um, character acting, you know, you have to get the actor into a headspace, a proper headspace. Okay. Um, they can know the lines, everything can be set just right. But if they're not in the headspace for it, it's going to fail. It, everything comes yeah. out in the performance and the same. And that's why I said it goes across all modes of art. Uh, let's say take music production. I mean, I, I do the music production. I've had Shaylee do a number of uh, vocal uh, performances in some of my pieces. And I have to sometimes, it's no knock on her because I have to do it to my, for myself. Yeah. Um, I have to spend a good solid 15, 20 minutes um, going at her in yeah. different ways until I get her into a headspace so that when I hit record, I can, you know, yeah. she can deliver. 
the lines or the vocal or whatever it is in such a way that's convincing because without the headspace, it's shallow. And you know, it's, and it's, and it's easier for a a trained actor to get in that headspace. We we know father Dyer was a priest. He, he, he doesn't act. He did a pretty good job. I, I I will admit he was pretty good. But when they needed, you know, something extra, mm-hmm. you know, William Freakin, which from what I understand was notorious for this. He, oh, yeah. He would shoot guns to startle yes. people. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, man. Yeah. This guy wasn't messing around. I think he pissed off a lot of people. But I think at the same time, they, they really spoke highly of him because they knew what he was trying to do with mm-hmm. this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you have to do that in order to get the could, performance could you yeah. imagine so being in the 19 early 1970s and and doing a film like this knowing that you are going to piss off a lot of people mm-hmm. i would i would say more people that then than now oh yeah people like, people can tolerate yeah, this sort they, of thing now but, but then i mean you know, not not to mention trying to convince a studio, because a lot of studios passed on this. Yeah, a lot of executives passed on this. A lot of them thought it was horrible to convince them of this and and to and to stick by your guns and believe in you know in what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. You know, we have something here. We're not sure what, but we have something. And yeah. and it and 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 it it was it was um it all came to fruition. You know, once that hit the theaters. And they they released it to I mean it was like uh, they'd have it in a theater and then all of a sudden there was there were hundreds of people lined up around the blocks and they started adding theaters and adding theaters and the reactions to people were just yeah. you know it was it, you know and it just over time and this is now how many years forty seven so, something like that forty seven yeah. years ago I, I so. mean again still holds up for me it's. To me, it's it's um even if I took out the stuff that I consider scary there, Shaylee, you know, <laughs> stuff elements that I I get freaked out by, even if I was to take that stuff out, the movie stands alone is just mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing about it that I, I felt they cheaped out on, yeah. they they mm-hmm. took a shortcut on. There isn't anything, and that's why I I enjoy this movie so much, and that's why I constantly um. You know, and one of the most iconic music pieces. Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. Which, which I had a yeah. lot of fun doing that. Yes. Uh, that wait, intro yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess if people are listening to this episode, they're going to already hear the intro. Yeah. They would have already, I was going to already talk about it, but yeah. they're going to hear it. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's phenomenal. It's great. And it's, um, yeah. But anyways, uh, do we anything else we want to kind of talk about any any anything else i mean i know we didn't do our normal episode where we kind of jumped to scene and you know i this didn't warrant that yeah uh, this, no i don't this, think so rick i mean this is one of these movies that you know, like i said it there's a lot of religious um components to obviously to this and um this isn't one that you know, really is necessary to go scene by scene no you know mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a good chance if, 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 you know, anyone out there that's listening to this podcast is a horror fan and thank you for listening, but more than likely you've already seen the horror, the exorcist, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and, and I guess if you hadn't, you know, I mean, there's probably some out there that haven't and you listen to this and now go check it out. And, 
you know. Well, um, we can get some of uh, Shaley's uh, generation on board. Uh, yes. I can almost all but guarantee you uh, many of them have not. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure Definitely they have. Definitely not. I've I'm, talked to people that say that they like horror movies, and I'm like, have most you of seen them The Exorcist? And they're like, no. What's that? And I'm like, should, so are you really a horror fan? Yeah, you need to shame them. Even though you laughed at a few parts, I'm still very emotional about that. I'm, <laughs> I am slowly getting over it. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I, I know you liked, did you like this yes, movie? Yes, I really did. I did like and it. And stuff scared you a little bit? Yeah. Okay, see, you know. It I just mean, doesn't I, have the same religious no, impact that it did yeah. with us. And that, I think, yeah. is the main takeaway here. Is, yeah. You know. What's funny, I will tell you a quick, um, quick, quick story. And I'm not going to get into names. But the, the, um, uh, a friend of mine, uh, his, his nephew, uh, watched this movie when he was younger. I think he's in his, his early 20s right now. I'm going to say 22 to 23. And it's a guess here. And this particular friend introduced this movie to him. So this is probably 10 plus years ago, maybe. And it scared the living hell out of him. It scared him so much that during the middle of the night when he had to go pee, he didn't want to get up from where he was and he, and he, and he, peed, on, he peed his pants because that's how scared he was of that. Yeah. Yeah. So a little different because he's older than you, probably about nine to 10 years, you know. So, you know, um, you know I, again, a different generation for him, you know. But, but yeah, it's a different personalities. Yeah. Too. I was about to say, personality, I think it, yeah, that like, comes into play. Yeah, yeah. I think it goes from person to person. Cause I might have a friend that watches it and it's like, Oh my God, this was so scary. Yeah. And we're like the same age. So I think it really just boils down to personality mm-hmm. also. Could yeah. be, uh, could be, uh, worldview mm-hmm. that that is learned you know you learn your your initial worldview you learn from your parents yeah it's only it's only when you get older you start living your own life that you start formulating your own yeah view of world but you adopt your parents worldview at first True. and uh so a lot of this could be uh that person's uh yeah experiences as up to that point yeah definitely yeah definitely mm-hmm. um yeah, re- really quick. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember when uh, when Tiana was just a baby? Do you remember when we? Uh, you probably don't remember this, do you? No, and, no, and it, uh, uh, of course, Shaylee, this is prior to you because you know your sister's a little bit older. But do you remember? I think we, you and I, were at the mall, and I want to say we were at uh, Sunrise Mall, and we were, I don't know, we were walking around, and and Tiana um, was crying a bit, crying a lot. Mm-hmm. And we were joking, you and I, and we kept throwing out lines from The Exorcist. Do you remember this? <laughs> yes, the power? I do. Yes. Do you remember? It yeah. comes back to you now. Yeah, it is coming back Yeah, now. I just thought it's something I'd share, something yeah. I just thought of, you know, many, many years ago. <laughs> How old's uh, Tiana now? She's seven? 17. 17. So yeah. that was 16 and a half or so years ago. Yeah. But I don't know. I just thought it was irrelevant to this. Yeah. For this it, podcast. I, I had forgot uh-huh. that. I remember yeah. us doing that. We got a good laugh at it. Yeah. Um, but, but anyways, <laughs> anyways, I guess that's it, man. Anything else, anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap it up? I don't think so. No. Um, yeah. So what's the bottom line here? There's a thin line between good and evil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, um, you take from it what you will. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you're heavy into faith, you're going to interpret this movie in a far different way than somebody who is not heavy into faith is going to interpret this. And that is in a nutshell, the, the, the making of a great movie when it can 
do both of those. Yeah. yeah. And just, uh, it's just, it, it still, it still really stands up for me and just like, I know it's 1973 and sure, you know, you see some of these people in the clothes from 1973, but to me, it's this, 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 I don't know, this movie just stands up, you know, and, and doesn't, it doesn't feel dated to me at all. Yeah. I mean, that's of course a sign of a, of a great movie. I mean, um, it is what it is, you know, yeah. I, I mean, every movie suffers from that, right? Unless it's a period piece, you know, where yes, they're, they're, they're intentionally uh, true. setting it in 1920, although it was filmed in 2010, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, all movies suffer from that. I mean, yeah. 80s movies suffer from incredibly, ridiculously <laughs> loud colors and poofed up hair I and, it, and, and shoulder pads in women's uh, blazer. I think that's <laughs> nice, it, personally. I, I love it, man. I love those fluorescent colors and the big Aquanet hair. Yeah, and, and the huge belts. The huge and the yeah, leg every, warmers, even oh though you're not God. going to a dance class. The, yeah, the leg warmers, the, the headbands, yeah. the, all of those things. Man, yeah. you and I are 80s guys, so yeah. I love it, man. And, and, and you know, like with any, any time frame it always seems to come full circle and i think we had a resurgence of the 80s and and i'm sure in a few other years we'll have another resurgence of the 80s because you see a movie you know that was supposed to be filmed in the 80s or taking place in the 80s and you see all those 80s cars yes you do you know what i mean i mean you just can't get away from i miss the 80s (laughs) oh well we can't go back in time I wish. <laughs> I like the 80s, but I also like the 90s. Really? Uh, yeah, 2000s, not so much, but uh, 90, early 90s. Like, Well, that's because that's when you met me. <laughs> yeah. That's I a, think that's when it all that is went exact, up for your dad. I was totally getting ready to say that, Rick. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> it's okay. I knew where you were going with yeah. it. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I guess that's it for us. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks, uh, Shaylee, for... Uh, for joining us and and sitting back and and chatting with these two old men and sharing your thoughts and yeah it was really fun i enjoyed that yeah it was yeah. so all right well um everyone out there who's listening be safe and we'll uh we'll see you next time yeah, take care that's much too full by the splayer power Karis. thanks again for listening make sure you tell everyone about our ear for fear podcast don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ear for Fear. You can also check out our website, earforfear.com. There you can keep up to date on news, events, and episodes. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We hope you come back and get an earful.